Welcome to episode five of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Uh, this is What's a up? special July Fourth uh, edition of the show. Um, you can actually hear um, more explosions outside my uh, south uh, side Chicago apartment than usual. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, there's no explosions over here, but uh, we'll, we'll see as the night progresses. Uh, we're, we're a couple hours behind each other, or I'm a couple hours behind you. <laughs> it's, um, it's a Mobius strip of time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, thank, thank you to uh, Cameron for the intro music. Um, Dorian, would you like to, to go ahead and uh, plug uh, Cameron's work? Hell yeah, shout out to Cam. He's uh, he's on Instagram as Goth Muslim Jesus. Uh, that's his uh, that's his music account. Uh, and then if you want to follow for the theory gram deliciousness, uh, he is bottom text without organs. Uh, so follow my man. Uh, he's he's one of the newer theory gram accounts, and he's he's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, uh... I, I spoke to you earlier and um, I, I thought for a long time that Bottom Text Without Organs was just another sock puppet account that you had made. Um, I, I do. I do have uh, too many of those. Yeah. I, I do have a lot of sock puppet accounts. But, um, you know, the, the thing that's weirder to me um, than the fact that I have, what, 30, 40, 50 Instagram accounts <laughs> is the <laughs> is the fact that there are um, upwards of like four uh, Deleuze oriented Instagram accounts. There's, yeah. And, and I, that's too many. I'm fairly <laughs> positive that all of them are you and, uh, you yeah. can't talk me out of it until you prove me wrong. So, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> Shout uh, out to smooth and striated lanes. And, uh, beyond woke and problematic don't both are me don't shout out your uh, your own accounts that's <laughs> <laughs> you've got your one account and you have to stick to stick with that that's true that's true all right well anyway uh, so what, Dorian, are, what are we talking about today it, yeah it's, it's been about a week right. uh let's let's just go ahead and get through like pleasantries how, how have you been well, i've been good dude i uh i have no no uh nothing bad happening in my life Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, How about you. It seems like a lie, but uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I mean... uh, I'm actually pretty good. <laughs> I uh, I recently just bought a new car. It's a uh, it's a 2015 uh, Dodge Charger with 130 thousand miles. I got a pretty good deal on it. Only uh, only fifty thousand uh, dollars down payment. Um, you just you're just gonna flex on me like that, huh? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, flex on all of us. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rolling pretty heavy here now. Um, all right, I could see you're, you're dripping in paint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I. I uh, <laughs> that's a thing, right? Dripping in paint. Is that a, I have no idea. I don't I think so. To actually, from like early 2000s. 
anyways um, the 90s so uh, we, we decided to talk about uh, Stefan Molyneux uh, yeah oh. this, this our, week, my favorite Canadian yeah our the, my second favorite Canadian possibly the best Canadian that Canada has ever produced that's um, true he's I, I will point out something bizarre, uh, even before we really get into who he is, though I'm, I'm pretty sure most people will know, sure. uh, unless they're like, uh, you know, love themselves. <laughs> um, but uh, it's surprising, based on what he says and how he looks, that he has done blackface fewer times than the Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah, that that is actually surprising, and and yeah. I would actually chalk that up to the fact that he wouldn't even want to ever be associated with black people. That's true, and he probably doesn't get invited to very many parties. I mean, he uh, yeah, who, he's, who he's a funny, charming the, guy, the egg guy to uh, to the a party. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were talking about his head shape. I'm like, all right, that's no, fine. No, no, no. Uh, oh no, it's his whole philosophy is based on uh, the wall, as he calls it. The wall, the wall and uh the fact quote unquote that uh women's eggs deplete after a certain amount of time and he's he's very concerned right. about that. Well that's 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 the funny that so that's what he refers to colloquially as the wall, which makes yeah. it really confusing because he's also a MAGA guy, right? right. Yeah, so. yeah. When 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 I was looking into him, I, I, I was confused by the wall talk until I realized that oh he's talking about the wall of uh, procreation, so to speak, um, where right. where you hit the uh, the end of your your viable procreation period, I guess. Yeah, right, exactly, and and it's so so the the, the talk that we're talking about today because we're going to be talk, we're going to be focusing on one talk, and yeah, it's I, uh, regrettably after uh, researching him for a little while, I, I found like uh, the magnum opus of all of his ideas, I guess. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's going to be the video we're focusing on. And it's a, uh, it's, it's a fucking it's, it's trip. From what, 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 what's it called? The, the 21 <laughs> conference or something like uh, that. Let me, uh, let me, uh, it, yeah, uh, the 21 how, convention. How to make women great again is, right. is the title of his, uh, his speech. Of his talk at the the twenty one convention in surprise surprise Orlando Florida <laughs> of all of all um, places, but but the going back to the wall though so his um, one of the things that he brings up is the wall uh, over and over and over again most of the speeches is, is oriented right. around that but one guy ends up saying something in the audience an audience that sounds like it can't be more than six people um, but uh, one one guy ends up bringing up. Uh, he, this weird misconception about how female biology works. Uh, and there are a lot of them in this. There are a lot of weird things about biology. Yeah, here, I'm, I'm very surprised that, that all these men don't know how uh, <laughs> female anatomy works. Yeah, well, sure, exactly. Um, but but so this this guy, he ends up saying uh, what, 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 when they talk about what happens when women hit like uh, upper middle age and stuff, um, this this guy ends up saying your eggs die. And that's not how that's not how that works. Yeah, your eggs don't fucking <laughs> just die. You have a limited the, uh, amount of them. Your but they poison don't just, womb. <laughs> yeah, you, you you get to forty, and then your your eggs just explode yeah. out of your body. Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess you know they, they want to think as as little about periods as they can, uh, and so they still don't understand like how and why that happens. Right. Um, 
But uh, but then Stefan says nothing. Like he does all these pedantic little corrections and shit through the whole thing. But when this guy ends up saying, "Your eggs fucking die, bro," he just he he. I think he even agrees with him. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, your eggs die." And it's well, like that's fascinating. So I, I would argue that that the reason that he doesn't uh, do any pedantic uh, corrections on that point is uh, not because he. Uh, necessarily understands how human anatomy works but mostly because uh i think he agrees you know it's not he 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 agrees that that that's uh, the the reality yeah 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 no no he doesn't doesn't correct that point because (laughs) that's what he honestly thinks as well he does. He does say a really bizarre joke uh, when when someone mentions the term, and I this is such a, it's a charming word, uh, uh, but it's a depussification. <laughs> when someone mentions that, he he ends up uh, making this dumbass joke where he says, "Is, is that a Brazilian wax?" Because yeah, apparently Jesus. he thinks that yeah. that getting a Brazilian wax removes your pussy. So it's uh, I guess he really he understands anatomy better than I do. That's all I know. Um, is I'm willing to listen to this man talk about uh, female anatomy. Um, well, um, yeah. I figure we, we might as well jump into it. Uh, yeah, let's do it. The, let's the do way it. this format's going to work is uh, I'm going to play the video. What's up? We have a format? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like a loose construct of uh, how this is going to work for, for the rest right. of the, uh, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, I, I'm going to play this video where we're screen sharing so you can watch uh, at the same time as me. And then uh, whenever you want to pause and talk about something, just let me know and I'll oh shit, I'll do that. OK, and uh, I didn't know we were doing that. So uh, real, real quick, practical question. Um, uh, first off, can they hear us? Can they? Well, not us. Obviously, I hope they can hear us. Uh, <laughs> can can they hear this video? And are we? Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to play in real time. Problem? Well, we might have a copyright issue. I don't know. So, don't yeah, shit, well, yeah, I guess we don't exactly make money off of this. But but just a, a, a thought for how we could do this um, is uh, I don't know how you have your audio set up. Damn, that was a big burst outside my window. Yeah, I heard Cross. that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know how your like lines are set up, but uh, if we do it so that they can't necessarily hear the video, well, no, it's all for commentary yeah, use. It's, it's probably it's fine. All, it's all fair use. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. Small news can sue me for my free speech. This can sue you. This is your podcast. Fuck it. Yeah, is basically the, uh, the premise of the uh, the podcast. So is fuck this or yeah. free speech? No, no. Fuck it. Yeah. Is is fuck free speech? Because we hate it. We, we hate, hate free speech. Free speech. I'm here to cancel you, Mike. Free That's what I'm here for. Peach. All right, free well, peach. It's about time somebody tried to cancel me. Uh, I honestly would have preferred like a more legitimate source, but uh, I'll take it where I can get it. Yeah, I mean, never mind. I'm not going to say any of the shit I, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to start this off? Let's do this, dude. All right, you, you can see the screen. We can see the screen, and we're starting at eight seconds. If anyone wants to follow yeah, along, well, I and, mean, and I wanted to cut out like the, the weird introduction <laughs> thing, and then we'll Which get we'll, we'll actually so awesome. s- slide in right at another weird introduction point. So 
Oh, with him walking and shit. Fuck yeah. Okay. No, 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 the mega hat guy that uh, that introduces oh, him. Yeah. yeah, the guy that can't make eye contact and like doesn't know how to yell because he's scared. Yep. <laughs> All right. So All right. Uh, let's roll. Yeah. Three, two, one. Do it. Welcome back to the 21 Convention 2019 <laughs> of Orlando, Florida. Our next speaker you can find at freedomain.com. He has over 600 million podcast downloads and about a million YouTube subscribers. And in my judgment, he's one of the greatest living philosophers alive today. He's also dedicated to reason, (laughs) philosophy, and saving Western civilization. Gentlemen, without further ado, please let me welcome to the stage Stefan Molyneux. He's the, one of the greatest living philosophers. That's amazing. Stefan, thank you. The video is so loud for me. Oh, thank uh, you so yeah. much. I really, really uh, appreciate it. You guys can hear me all right? Beautiful. Yeah, I can hear you good, fine. Good. Stefan. Okay, thank so you. I'm going to introduce you to my superpower. And superpower, right. my superpower is something that I kind of discovered at an early age. I'm going to pass it along to you so that you can use it to really help the world. The superpower is really fascinating because we live in a post-philosophical society. We live in a post-reason society, in a post-evidence society. And it's really fascinating how we've got rid of universal ethics and replaced it with insanely complex, vicious judgments. There's an old saying that says, if you get rid of the big laws, You don't get no laws, you get thousands of tiny laws. And that's the case. There were 10 commandments. How many commandments are there in woke leftist culture? 10,000 and counting. You know, so we've, we've, we've added a couple, like, don't, don't rape and shit. Like, a couple <laughs> yeah. additions to the Ten Commandments, Co- yeah. A couple of Nobody uh, has any additions. values, objective <laughs> values. I mean, there are, there are Christians, which I respect, and that's great. But in terms of the mm-hmm. public square, dominated largely by postmodernists, relativists, subjectivists, neo-Marxists, outright Marxists, <laughs> and it's all positive manipulation. We're bouncing all over. So, yeah. all right. My, one, one of my favorite things that he does in this talk is, is he ends up mentioning uh, that we, we did away with universal ethics, right? <laughs> right. Um, which, which is, which is crazy that we could that we could like get rid of something that that never existed, right? Yeah. Um, Universal is, ethics is a real thing, right? Yeah, it's a totally real thing. It's not like we just had some kind of homogenous hegemonic ethic that was localized and we didn't know or care about the rest of the world, right? Like, and, and then even within that space, I'm sure that like everything was totally universal and everyone agreed on everything. <laughs> And no one ever had any kind of ethical disagreements. It's Absolute not like consent. It's the basis of philosophy. It like, yeah, early philosophy wasn't essentially just bitching about like, I don't know, I think everything's made of fire or void. And then <laughs> ethics, just constantly trying to figure out ethics. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it, it rules. Um, also, it, uh, this will be important as we go, but this man is obsessed with, obviously, the thing that all these people are obsessed with, um, outside of like misunderstandings of biology, but he's he's obsessed with Western civilization, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. He he talks this, a lot about uh, Western masculinity in particular yeah. in this video, which is something I don't think is real. Yeah, well, no, I mean it's he, he he's he's just adding like the word Western whenever he could say toxic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but but so the 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 thing that's really fascinating about this is that he's he's claiming to be idolizing. I mean, he's claiming to be idolizing a lot of contradictory things, um, like fucking Russell and Socrates at the same time. It, it doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah. But but he's also and like Thatcher. <laughs> um, but. But Socrates is the most interesting one to me, and I'll point out why uh, the Greek philosophers um, and his kind of fetish for them is so fascinating. Sure. Um, because I, I think that that's also kind of where he's basing his idea of like universal ethics is based on a lot of the Greek ethics uh, and then like the, the later like early modern uh, like Latin tracts on ethics by philosophers. But I, I think that's really what he's kind of trying to hone in on and uh, – yeah, let's keep that in fucking mind. All right. Resuming, uh, I think I skipped back to the right place. <laughs> Particularly in this room at this convention, there are so many of us who have so much to say to women. Wow. And we don't. <laughs> Why? We don't say. Because we're scared. Because and, and we're not psychopaths. Good reason to be scared. So this speech is. Everything we want to say to women now, we only have an hour. <laughs> so I'm going to speak really fast. It sound like faxing. But no, so we don't have a lot of time. So Actually, he, really he makes a good point, uh, if you want to pause it for a second. Whatever. Um, if, we, uh, if we want to do this whole thing and also, um, and also comment on it and make it other, under like three hours, maybe we should speed up his video. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do that? I mean... Just the little uh, the the settings thing yeah, yeah, yeah. should be able to play back right. speed. Are you cool with that? I mean, I, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, keep no, like... I, I think that's fine. We'll, yeah, we'll one point five is probably good. Yeah. Dope. All right, there we go. Because he he does go on for a long time. He fucking does, dude. <laughs> he never <laughs> stops. <laughs> All right. I miss you know just. Let me know and we'll, we'll talk about it. Also, I'm going to do a workshop this afternoon at 1.30. Just, you know, I do a, I've done a call-in show for like 15 years. So just, you know, come and we'll talk philosophy about whatever, you, whatever your issues are, whatever you want to work through. We'll do that and that'll be a lot of fun. A very powerful thing, I'm sure. So I'm going to generalize. Just brace yourself. <laughs> I'm going to generalize. Because, you know, there's this rule on the internet and in public discourse that you say, here's a general rule. Here's an exception. I know. <laughs> I know. Men on average are taller than women. Oh, yeah? I know a tall woman. <laughs> All right, pause it, because this is why I, I mentioned Socrates before. Sure. This is exactly why. Because, so, if, if you've taken, like, a, a philosophy 101 class, uh, or even, you know, not, um, <laughs> right. you probably know that the whole idea behind Socrates was that he would walk up to one of these fucking guys in the town square who was saying some kind of bullshit and then he would say, well, here's an exception or here's a little hole in your logic or something. Right. And then the guy would say, OK, I'll adjust a little bit. And then Socrates would ask another question or have like another exception. And it would just keep on going like that. And that's what, number one, all of philosophy is functionally based on. Um, and also, I don't know, things like the scientific method, peer review all of it is based on someone saying an idea and then the people around you say what's wrong with it. And that's what <laughs> philosophy right. and discourse and thought are supposed to be. But yeah. apparently that's, that's the worst thing about Twitter discourse for him is that people are actually doing 
philosophy on it, which is a weird thing to complain about on Twitter. Well, because <laughs> it's his, not uh, his, his his general problem seems to be that uh, people call him out on his uh, uh, gaps or yeah yeah or missed missed areas of thinking, and he can't possibly be wrong. So it's no. actually the fault of the person that's calling him out. Uh, well, exactly. Exactly. And like when you have, I mean, the, the, the guy that was introing him, that, that the charming motherfucker. The greatest he, uh, philosopher of our times. Yeah, the great. But, but he, didn't, he didn't come <laughs> up with that out of his own ass. He came up with that because Stefan Molyneux has referred to himself as that. Sure. Many yeah, times. Yeah. And he, because like he's a when, when he got banned from, he is. He's absolutely narcissist. And when he got banned from YouTube, he was talking about how YouTube got rid of like the largest philosophical discourse on earth by like <laughs> deleting his videos, which is so dope. Which is just such a big there's, dick there's never been thing. a greater philosophical philosophical discourse than uh, what especially not Stephen with the Mullen. internet around. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> um, but but there's, so there's no there's no greater philosophical discourse than what Stephen Molyneux provided. <laughs> And bringing it back to the Socrates thing, dude, it's just like, really, you can't you can't idolize people like that uh, who who say, you know, it's again, the stereotypical adage from Socrates is I am so wise because I know nothing right. and idolize these people while referring to yourself as <laughs> the world's greatest philosopher. You can't do that. And then, well, his 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 retort, you to, can do that. <laughs> It just yeah, makes you look you like a real fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah, it just means you're a dumbass. Um, but the, so his retort to people uh, who point out that he's wrong all the time is always that's his like catchphrase is not an argument, right? And it's yeah. like no, 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 no. Every time someone comes up with an argument, he just says not an argument and then moves <laughs> on. And like his fucking his book, his his how to book on philosophy is such a night. Oh, I'm gonna stop here in a second. But it gets such basic shit wrong. Like he he confuses uh, he confuses so many foundational things, um, and it's 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 amazing. Like inductive and deductive, he confuses those, which is a pretty big fucking deal when you're doing yeah, an intro right. book on philosophy. It, it, it's it's but a big deal God, no matter what dumb. what terms you you deal with inductive and deductive. Yeah. Uh, as an electronics person, um, <laughs> if you get those terms confused, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, he, he had like an electronics or a programming company or something, right? So you'd think that like these binary terms uh, yeah. should probably hold a weight for him. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Keep I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for that pussy removal joke of his. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> All right. Play. You take this course out back of the woodshed and put a bullet in its head. So, yes, I'm going to generalize, and, and not you guys so much, but, you know, whenever this ends up out on the web, people are going to be like, exception, 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 exception. It's like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know we're going to do it anyway. Because, you know, we're talking about women and the generalities to be made. So the first question is, and you guys let me know what you think. I don't think I'm alone in being scared of telling women the truth. It seems to be, if you ever follow my Twitter account. <laughs> You can see that um, stating basic biological and evolutionary truths appears to be uh, attempting to dry hump a wasp's nest. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the, the guys who laugh are the guys who tried it. So that's like vivid personal experience, right? I'm not pleased to see you. I just humped a wasp's nest earlier. <laughs> you know, the thing I love about life is because I never know what I'm going to say. So I say things like that and sentences I never thought I'd say in my life. 
Okay, so if you've been nervous, just you know, throw your hand up and you bellow something out. If you've been nervous, oh yeah, okay, that was a mess, guys. Um, why do you think, or is it true for you, that you feel nervous to tell women basic truths like, there's a wall, you know, stuff like that, right? What do you, what do you think? Why is it, why are you nervous? Well, they don't accept it, they could get heated. Could get heated, okay, they won't accept it. What else? They will freak out? Yeah, based on what evidence? Just kidding, just kidding. No, what? They want to shoot the messenger. They want to shoot the messenger, okay. Anything else? They won't understand it anyways. They won't understand it anyways, okay. So it's like, Women you know, are unreasonable and dumb. Okay. All right. Anything? Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. That's our summary, yeah. Yeah. Well, when I tell women things that maybe aren't true and they don't like, uh, they get mad at me. Right. Right. When, when I when I tell women they they better love me before their pussy dries up, uh, they get angry. <laughs> they, they get so angry at me. And it's just I, I don't know why you're shooting the messenger. Yeah. When I when I tell you, you should be forced to breed with me. You old hag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> That point kind of just makes itself. Think, okay, so it was coming out of me. Just be like, why bother, right? So is, is it fear of blowback? Is it fear of, of being attacked? Is right? But, you know, women are smaller in general, and, you know, it's, it's online, so they're not, like, in the room, right, with some machete. So I think that there's a good reason why we're scared. Because women can kill us. And I don't mean physically. I mean genetically. Because we're talking about the West here, right? So in the West, consent has been the norm for yeah. reproduction <laughs> women for thousands of years. Women have murdered men. Before. You know, we don't wrap our women in a bag and keep them in the house, right? At least, I hope you don't. So, what can women do to us that's so terrifying? Well, they can say no. They can say no. Okay, I'm going was... to pause it right there. Um... Pause it on the central problem of Western civilization? <laughs> consent? <laughs> his, 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 his argument here is... Uh... We are terrified of women because they can say no. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what, what do you want know. to say about that? <laughs> I don't know how to, how to like better refute that than just by putting it into like plain, uh, plain terms. Um, yeah. That's fucking troubling, though. His, his, his entire point here is women can can kill you, kill your genetic yeah. line because they have the ability to say no. And he right. treats that as a problem. Yeah. Which, yeah. So which as a counterpoint, as a counterpoint. And, and Please, this is yeah. this is me after like a couple of Roman Cokes because it's Fourth of July. It's Fourth of July. I've had a couple of drinks. Uh have you ever tried being fuckable? <laughs> it's a good start. It is a good start. Like um. <laughs> you you can complain that a woman says no to you. Have you ever tried being a yes kind of guy? Like maybe like if you yeah. you know if if a if you were the kind of person that a woman would want to have sex with and maybe even procreate with mm -hmm. have you ever tried being that kind of guy and if a woman right. says no to you that's not killing your genetic line there are lots and lots of women out there in the world and one no doesn't mean your genetic line is dead right right and and so it's 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 so interesting because he this is 
obviously an incredibly troubling thing that he's saying. Right, um, because but, he's but basically advocating for the R word. Yeah, yeah, he he is he is functionally uh, advocating for that, or like the whole uh, Peterson enforced monogamy kind of bullshit. But sure. so he's he's so tantalizingly, while being so so scary and so wrong, he's tantalizingly close to like understanding what's wrong with his own points. Right, which is that. <laughs> But he, but he won't he later, take that extra step. Right. No, he won't. But but so and, and what I mean by that because I feel like I should clarify how it is close to being right. Um, but he he goes off on this this hour long rant talking about how women are awful because they can say no to you and they shouldn't say no to you because ultimately you're important and 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 you. You, they should be able to see that and how there are all of these different social pressures that make people do things and, and, and all this. But he, he's, he's, he's saying all this while also saying um, like using things like postmodernism as like a bugbear, right? Sure. Where, where he's, he's saying that social pressures, well, he's, he's not saying this too. It's, it's really, it's bizarre. It's hard to articulate his logic because he, of the fact he, that it is so broken. He's walking a so, fine line of explanations yeah. for all of these things where right, right. So, he, so he what, never what, fully admits to any of them and he just no. takes and chooses no, 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 what he no. wants from them. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's, what's happening is he's ultimately making a biological argument for these things, right? Um, of the biological argument being that, uh, uh, men are afraid of saying uh, things to women because then women won't fuck them. And that's why we have this genetic predisposition towards not being shitty to women uh, which, because which that's totally down real later in this video. Um, yeah. But it also uh, men are fucking awful to women first off. So clearly we don't have a genetic predisposition towards being good to women uh, first and fucking foremost. But then he's he's also going off on he's 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 explaining that that complex social pressures make people act the way they do, and then he denies that at the same time. And that's functionally all that postmodernism is saying is that there are so many different types of social pressures and social interactions that there becomes this giant swirling mass of different types of of social. Uh, 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 identity and, and and perception and state. That's that's really the most simple way to explain it. Sure. And yet he's he 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 throws that out the window by name because the fact that all these people are postmodernists and so like we'll never be able to develop an ethics. Yes, <laughs> crazy. Um, and and then yeah, and, and and so yes, the women can say no, and that is scary for men. And the reason that it it's scary for men isn't just because women can say no, but because men, like every single living human being, we care about our social perception and status. It's not just women saying no. I don't want to go into a fucking job interview that says no to me. Sure. I don't want to like ask someone to hang out with me that says no. People care about how <laughs> other people treat them. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And 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 it makes us do things, sure. I don't walk into a group full of other people that I just want to hang out with, ignoring any kind of sexual needs, 
but I don't walk into a room full of like the well, guys I, I, and then I mean, shit like, myself. I don't shit myself in front of them because <laughs> I'm not supposed to shit myself. It's not because of the fact that, and I'm not we, being brutalized. We, 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 we for could that. we could derive you know multiple scenarios out of this. Like you, you wouldn't nuts. walk into uh, a group of I don't know black people and say what's up my n-words like no it, well of course not but, but, it's, but <laughs> the societal but pressure is crushing you there right <laughs> right exactly or just like don't don't tell uh don't tell people that they uh, that their breath smells like shit unless you need yeah. to or like uh, again going back to it, just don't pee your pants don't pee in the bed <laughs> don't, don't, don't pee your pants <laughs> Don't whip when, out when your dick and jack group off of friends. When you're don't a new person. Uh, yeah. don't don't uh, pee your pants. Don't uh, compulsively compulsively uh, jack off. Don't uh. yeah. And, and 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 here's the thing: if you find yourself in the ideal social situation where you talk to someone, you're really jiving, and then you're both like, "Hey, you know what? We should both piss ourselves and then jack off." If you find yourself in that situation and both of you want to do that, uh, then it becomes okay. Exactly. Because all of these things should be based on consent. And he, as this weird kind of anarchist, and I have a lot of those leanings as well, he should understand better than anyone that everything is based on something of an innate social contract where you're not allowed to do awful things to people. I would I would argue that uh, he's (laughs) not he's not an anarchist. Uh, He's not in anything. He he's he's a statist that uh, loves when anarchy supports the state. Yeah, well, that's I mean that he's so so. What you're saying is he's a, he's a libertarian. Yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> he's a libertarian. He's uh, a, he's an anarcho-capitalist. I think he is actually an anarcho-capitalist, right? Is that the one that he? Yeah, he that's claims? just that's just like fascism with a I don't know less or with more fewer steps. steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anarcho-capitalism means that uh, we we don't let the government get involved in uh, fascism. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dope. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, continue this lovely right, video. Yeah, yeah. Con- consent, consent, bad. That's yeah. all we. That's all we have so consent, far. That's my list. Uh, women can say no, and that's awful. Yeah, that's uh, that's almost exactly what he said. <laughs> Socrates, good. Not an argument, consent, bad. Yeah. And play. Do you know what percentage of men throughout history have not reproduced? Oh, man, we're going to have to pause it soon. 60%? Anyone else? 98. (laughs) Are you from from Saudi Arabia? I'm just... (laughs) So it depends where you look at it, but the number is around 40% of men do not reproduce. Now that... Okay. Is that a supported statistic? Yeah, first off, I I don't know that that's... um, (laughs) That's the case, um, but uh, and we, we we could look it up uh, if if I were to care about how many dudes nut uh, into women to make babies, um, or I don't know, like glass jars or uh, <laughs> how, how, how do people make babies these days? Jars placed on radiators is. Uh... <laughs> uh, we finally did it. We got to the, the yeah, cum we got jar to, joke. We got to the, the, the pony cum jar joke. <laughs> But so while, while, while you look that up, I, I do want to point out that there's a really bizarre uh, misunderstanding of, of uh, evolutionary bio here, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that if he's right and um, 40% of men don't reproduce, 
um, and that our our tendency to not tell women painful truths uh, <laughs> is is based on our inherent need to avoid doing that so we can reproduce that this is a genetic predisposition of ours sure um, number one that, that that number would change substantially over time uh, and number two that number would not be that high at this point where that's a common uh, a, a common trait right? Yeah. So if if all men have this trait that makes it so that they are fuckable, which <laughs> <laughs> clearly Not there are some problems have. with that. Yeah. But if, but if all men have this trait, um, because we're working in generalizations, don't you dare tell me an exception to that. Okay. <laughs> um, so if, if all men have this, then then more than 60% of them should be able to pass on their genes. And that that number should increase with every generation if this is, in fact, a successful genetic trait that so, is inherent to men and women. Uh, uh, an interesting thing to point out is that... Uh, is that uh, it's wrong? It's a wrong number? <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, it's, oh, it's a made-up okay. number. We yeah, agree sure. on that. Uh, yeah. It's a made up number. Um, the the interesting facet about Stefan Molyneux's number is that uh, he does not place the blame of being unfuckable on <laughs> men. Unfuckable men, yeah. He places it on women being too yeah. discerning. <laughs> which <laughs> is an inherent fallacy because he also believes that, you know, uh, uh, prime genetics or, or better genetics should be the deciding factor in whether or not a man gets fucked, right? Right. So he's arguing that 40% of men don't get fucked. They don't pass on their genes. They don't uh, procreate, uh, but he's he's not arguing that it's it's the man's fault for being inferior in some way. Mm. His complaint is that it's it's women being too discerning. Yeah, they're 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 feckless and dumb and overly emotional and incredibly discerning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. Stupid. Way too deciding about uh, what men will fuck. <laughs> right. Also, it's it's important to consider while he's going off on all this shit that uh, he has he has a child. He has at least one child, and I think it's I think his child is a daughter too, which is really troubling. I I, but, I would be incredibly surprised to find out that that was not a product of uh, in vitro fertilization. He can fuck. He just he's not going to look down. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't uh, believe he's ever seen a vagina. Yeah, maybe not. They're, I, I mean, they're they're intimidating the first time, man. It's yeah, I mean, it's scary. The the one eyed monster, but uh, you know, like I, I, are you I, confusing I, dicks and vaginas? Shit, I don't know the difference, honestly. No, I'm still figuring it out. Go yeah. on, sorry, sorry to call you. Out. <laughs> I would be incredibly surprised to find out that he's ever seen a vagina. Yeah. Also, uh, um, along with the, the, the troubling fact that he has a family, I don't know if he just never got around to it uh, or if he hasn't yet or if it was just so brief that we uh, kind of passed by it. Um, but uh, he does mention what his superpower is. 
and his superpower is that he says things that are troubling, uh, but it doesn't bother him. Yeah. And which means his superpower is that he's a psychopath. I I, I would actually say sociopath. So I always forget what the difference is because I don't believe in psychology. <laughs> it's all fake anyways. Uh, it's all a fake. I believe in psychoanalysis. Doesn't have, but... uh, doesn't have any empathy, so... Mm. That that's where I would place him as he's a sociopath yeah. uh, because sure. he, he he can't oh. see. What? Yeah. No, you you do you. I'm listening. Oh, oh, okay. It's just it's clicking. It's clicking in oh, my head. Yeah. 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 He, he's think, he's uh, a sociopath yeah. because he he can't uh, he can't imagine the other perspective. Uh, a yeah. psychopath is uh, somebody that operates uh, like. They, they can see the other perspective sometimes, but they don't care. Um, a sociopath <laughs> right. can't see the other perspective. Uh, well, he's, he's uh, so, so here's one of my questions about him. Okay. And it's my same question about like a lot of this same type of person. In fact, almost all of them, except for where it's like really clear. Sure. Um, but is he manipulative and, and cynical uh, and disingenuous or does he actually think these things? And actually, I think I know the answer with him, but uh, uh, I, th- I think he earnestly believes these things. Right. But I think that there is like a really significant uh, emotional backing for him uh, as well. Um, and you can tell at, at, at certain points uh, in this, in, in some other talks, it's more evident, but like, he really gets kind of like uh, he he kind of chokes up when he's saying things, uh, yeah. <laughs> occasionally, and sometimes he just gets really mad. But but like when I and I I might be remembering this wrong, so hopefully we we notice it when we bump into it. But he makes some kind of comment about like uh, people claiming you have a small penis or something. <laughs> he and does, you yeah, hear, no, no, no. Ne- near yeah, the end, he does the make that com- comment. Yeah, and, and he oh, gets God, very it's upset so by good. it. It's just so fucking awesome that he's just like telling on himself so loudly with that. Yeah. Just like, and you know what? It's just um, it's, women uh, can it's very say autobiographical. You <laughs> can say a lot of hurtful things to you, but it's everything and, will be fine. And, and but just you uh, you got when a they told you. <laughs> just move on soldier (laughs) it's awesome i love it i fucking love it all right we uh we took a look we had to stop there for a second yeah i I I got got... overwhelmed with emotion so we had to take a little break uh yeah i uh (laughs) i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna say anything about it we've we've made it through uh almost eight minutes of this video and we've recorded uh 40 minutes of uh, audio so so we're, we're we're gonna do this uh podcast um in uh in late night commercial style it's gonna be in yeah. installments of of, of 999 <laughs> uh <laughs> that was a dumbass joke but yeah it's this might be cut into a couple little pieces but we're gonna i'm gonna shut up more yeah for let's, now. Uh, well i mean we both need to shut up more but uh, also, everything he says is a nightmare. So it's so bad. Yeah. Um, if if there's explosions in the background, my my neighbors are lighting off fireworks now. So Dude, this shit is going off like right outside my window at this yeah, point. We've, so uh, we've hit that point. Um, let's go ahead and listen to more Stephen Molyneux, who was yeah, as the as the bombs go off behind yeah. us. 
This is just no a, metaphor there. None, none at all. All right, and play. Good thing COVID's over. Sucks. Like, yeah, I think what is it? Three billion, four billion years, years of evolution. I think of all that struggle. You know, like some single-celled organism eyeballing the open air, saying, "All right, we're going to make a break for it. We're going out of the ocean. We're hitting the sand, boys. We're going fighting and, and dying, and and uh, and then like four billion years, and then you." She says, "No, that's it." It's like the Texas shot shooter just blows he off your still ball. understands. Of he your still understands evolution really well. There. When she says no. Like, here's an interesting question. Tell me what you guys think. Why on earth do men go to war? Now, there are wars like, guys, people are invading. Complex you know, social guys, pressures. Your local space, right? So there are those wars where it's like, okay, I regret it. I pull out my sword, I go fight or whatever. But, you know, like Syria, Kuwait, Iraq. I mean, just like, why? Why, why do guys go to war? What do you think? I mean, so, so I remember thinking about this as a kid, right? Now, there's the draft. Pay for college. It was in the First World War, hundreds of thousands of American men just said, uh, you want the draft? Here's my butt. And they just didn't go. Not much happened. Why? Why do, why do men go and fight in these useless wars? It's not like they're well paid. Yes. Depacification. That certainly is a, a Brazilian <laughs> wax. I think that's what uh, Yeah, there you go. Dope. There you go. My favorite joke in this whole yeah. fucking thing. All right. Depacification. You mean a Brazilian wax? Because it just strips your entire vagina off of your body. <laughs> that's how it works. That's uh, how I got I, rid of mine. I, I would like to comment as a as a veteran. Um, <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think I went to Afghanistan because uh, that was. <laughs> what what percentage of people from my generation went to war? Do you think? Uh, I, I I don't know, man. Um, percentage of generation. Uh, you mean you you mean go to war or join the military? Join the military, go to war. Same thing. Six uh, percent. No, not even. No, no. The uh, the the I'm three percenters. The, town, so, the three yeah, percenters. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, they they derive their name from the amount of people that uh, go to war for every generation, basically. Um, nice. Actually, uh, Stefan Molyneux did lie about that previous number because the amount of men that actually do procreate is three <laughs> percent. You, you can you can only breed if you like yeah. ganked someone with a bayonet. So you uh, look them in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> going to war is actually not a, uh, and I haven't procreated personally. So that's a bummer, man. Going, to, <laughs> it's not really a bummer. I, I get to do things that uh, people with kids can't do. Um, but you know, uh, the the idea that uh, men go to war because they can procreate based off of that is uh, completely false. Because it is such a small percentage of uh, people that that go to war. Dude, yeah, and I mean, the we all know that the reason that men go to war is uh, <laughs> so that they can get a fiberglass Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, uh, <laughs> or Dodge Charger, maybe. It, it, it's so they can pay like ten percent interest on a uh, twenty twelve uh, Dodge Mustang. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Ford Mustang. <laughs> Dodge <does>. Mustang. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite car. Dude. I, I, I get. I, I I made that up. The Dodge Mustang isn't actually a thing. Wait, what? Fuck. Yeah. I'm a people may not know this, um, but. I don't care about a whole lot of things, uh, you know, like literature, philosophy, music, that kind of shit. Suck my dick. But, Sounds gay. But uh, but cars, yeah. that is the only thing I know about or care about. Cars are your stuff. Cars are my stuff. Uh, unlike you, you don't know shit about cars or engineering yeah, or I've electronics never or anything. I've heard of a car, actually. Um, 
Yeah, well, it, it would help to be in one. Uh, and let me tell you, that's the only place that fucking happens <laughs> is in the back of a, of a Dodge Mustang. <laughs> the back of a 1983 Dodge Mustang. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. That's how I was conceived. That's how we were all conceived, Michael. That's what I just told you. All right, let's uh, let's continue the, to play in this. Same uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue Daddy to play Stephane. this video that we haven't even made <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, let's roll. Should I bring more of my inner sensor to bear on the conversation or not? No? Okay, okay. All right, then I'm going to just not. Jokes are so bad. Um, okay, so yeah, you don't want to. My jokes are right? bad. His jokes yeah, where, are bad. Why? why? I mean, you're risking life and limb trauma. Yeah. To preserve life. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. I mean, <laughs> you know, war in Syria and Libya, I mean, this doesn't preserve life, right? Honor? Okay, honor. Right, that's fair. These fucking neckbeard oh, yeah, dorks are coming over in canoes. Right? Those answers. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what the story is, right? Sorry. Are you tired of the media oh. spinning the truth and pushing false narratives? <laughs> well, take a look at this. I thought, I thought that line. was you saying a joke. It is a but fucking head. So, no. <laughs> it's a fucking head. <laughs> The illusion of power, yeah. Now, I would say, you guys know, right? You know about the White Feather campaign? You guys heard this? Any, how many people have or haven't? You have? Okay, well, real brief then. So, uh, a man can be killed with a feather. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. And I'm not just talking some like Swedish BDSM thing, but, or am I? No, I'm not. So, a man can be killed the with BDSM, a feather. BDSM uh, feathers often included in BDSM. Like, the British were very yeah, so you're about that. He was trying to tell a joke and nobody laughed. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, I know what war is. War is like all those paintings that we see. There's a white horse, you're charging, there's cheers, there's, you know, like all the stuff you play as a kid, you know, like that's war. So close to understanding. And they were all signing up and they were terrified it was going to be over by Christmas. That was the word, right? 1914. Oh man, it's going to be over by Christmas. I got to get in there and get my stories and get my medals and my heroism. So close. Spoiler. It wasn't over by Christmas. My first world war just went on and on. And really it was the greatest catastrophe to hit the Western world ever, ever, ever. Wiped out almost all of the economic gains from the industrial revolution. So all those kids got black lung for nothing. Ooh, after ooh. a while, uh-huh. people were like, I don't want to go. Like, Jesus Christ. Right? Like, I didn't catch it the first time. Could you pause it for a second? Yeah, yeah, Let's that go ahead was, and touch that on was that. fucking <laughs> insightful. Holy shit. Dude, I, I, I don't know where to start with that. Um, just just repeat but, what he said. Okay, so he, he, he said that World War One wiped out the economic uh, gains from the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> and so all of those kids got black lung for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I, I'm pretty sure that whole thing it was, was um, uh, it's like a rewriting of a William Blake poem, right? Or is like Tolkien, maybe? But uh, yeah, no. It's <laughs> like was before World War One. Let me clarify that. He just he's obsessed with kids getting black lung and how much that sucks because sure. uh, he, he about important things. But um, but holy fuck, dude! Just the uh, I know he meant it as a joke with a eh. question mark. But eh. but it's one of those it's one of those jokes that I I don't think is based on the idea that like oh this industrial catastrophe that like could never be justified occurred. Instead, it's a joke uh, that's predicated on this concept that, uh, oh, oh, it sucks so much that the money that would have like compensated for these horrors uh, was ultimately lost. Like I am. Yeah, that 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 like, that's where the uh, the grievance lies in. Right. It, it would be like him him saying, "Man, 
the Civil War sure was abominable because it got rid of all of the economic growth <laughs> that was brought to us by slavery. Yeah, it, the, the, <laughs> the Civil War was awful because of how it crippled the South's economy. Yeah. COVID really sucks because it got rid of all of our um, fucking war in the Middle East. Like, (laughs) yes. Yeah. There's no defensible. Yeah. yeah. That rules. That's so good. Really good. I don't, I don't don't know how old his daughter is or what she's like or anything. I mean, if she's over 10, I hope she hates him. I mean, yeah, it would it would show some uh, discernment on yeah. her part. <laughs> I think I think Zoomer mentality will take over at some point. Yeah. Do you do you think that she'll have like a bunch of kids out of wedlock? Uh, no, I don't think so because Zoomers are are smarter conscious. than we are. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And uh, they. I've got a whole rant prepared on on why Zoomers are different than Millennials and Gen Xers, but uh, we won't get they're into that. They're just better than we are. They're just better than we are. I used to teach you it's, it's, it's not that they're better than we are. It's, it's that they've been they've been given such a raw deal compared to what we've been given that uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's ways, indefensible, yeah. and they know it. <laughs> yeah. And and they didn't like have to grow up in that weird jarring like pre into internet phase. Sure. So they've like yeah. they've spent their entire life like bathing in and, said and information. They, they didn't go through nine eleven where like the the entire country you know galvanized against uh, <laughs> Muslims. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. Let's continue Dude, this video. That, this, this is a tangent. <laughs> this is a tangent. Right. We got yeah, we got to avoid those. I was going to I was going to start telling you all my cool shit about 9/11, but I guess we can just move on before I dig that hole. Where were you? I was I was standing in front of the TV with no pants on. I was in my boxers <laughs> and I was eating a banana. Were and you now jacking I have a lot off of to weird... 9/11. Well, I wasn't, but now I have to. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to Stefan Mullen. Yeah, the real monster here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do and it. play. The truth came out that war is not riding up a hill with a sword and cheering and right, heroic noble death if necessary, but war is sitting in a half-frozen muddy ditch with rats gnawing off your toes while some asshole 20 miles away pushes a button and blows you up. And, of course, there was the Christmas peace where the British and the German soldiers said, hey, Christmas, let's just play football, soccer. It was terrifying to the powers that be that people might realize they have much more in common with the people across the trench than the people high up at their power structure. He's so men didn't want to go. Socialist. So enlistments just traitored. So women would take a white feather and they would walk up and down the streets. And if they saw a military-aged man who was not in uniform, they would hand him a white feather, which was a symbol of cowardice. And this was terrifying to me. Oh, this makes yeah. sense when you think about it, but then it does. All right. Just, just, just really quickly. I mean, it's yeah. just, just to, to to clear it up. He's claiming that these white feathers, even if this is like a thing that was really, really common, and not just like a, you know a kind of fringe activity. I I don't know the history behind it, uh, honestly. But but so he's claiming that the reason that receiving <laughs> one of these white feathers is scary is because it means that the woman that just handed you a white feather won't fuck you. 
when what's actually happening here is one of these things that postmodernists like to comment on, uh, which postmodernists, that's not even a thing, first off, but but sure. these, these people that <laughs> care about like the, 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 the multitude of different social engagements and perceptions um, uh, where they they want to, to look at people and know that they make choices and see things based on the different world around them. And so when you receive something like a white feather that changes your perception of the world and it changes your relationship to the people around you, oh, it's because no. people, people will look at it and think that you're a coward that changes things for you. It has nothing to do with whether or not you get to fuck the person that's handing it to you. <laughs> this is such a weird reduction. Uh, it, it, it's a super weird reduction. And also it's probably based on like completely fringe uh, anecdotal evidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like maybe there was like a handful of people who would do this. But yeah, and I I don't doubt it, but yeah, it's (laughs) (laughs) well well the thing is it's like okay, a handful of people probably did this. Um that's not how like entire countries work. No. With with a handful (laughs) of people doing something. It you know, you might be able to say a handful of women handed out white feathers to men that didn't go to war. And it boosted recruitment by like 0.2%. Um, exactly. If, if that, right. Exactly. It's, it's, and yeah, it's, it's, it's such a these, marginal these, concept that it's, it's, right. it's useless to present this as the, the, uh, the cultural sort of norm of the times. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the problem uh, apart from just like a purposeful misunderstanding of biology, like the thing that really (laughs) ties him together. And I, and I mean that on like a race science and like, Um, but, but the thing that really ties him to, you know, everyone else of his ilk um, mixed in with the biology misunderstandings um, is the fact that they have this weird anti-materialist, which is ironic, um, (laughs) modernist viewpoint of how history works, where there are these cinematic narrative moments uh, that cause certain things to occur, and there are uh, every single French woman gave a white feather to every single French guy who never fought in a war. And and that's also why people like Molyneux, um, specifically Molyneux, are are able to make these crazy videos that he's made talking about history and stuff, uh, where he will think that he explains to you the entirety of like. Western expansion or the Roman empire or, or whatnot um, in like a couple hours um, and make it make sense. And that he himself contains all of the information in order to do this. It's because of the fact that even if he knows all this stuff off the top of his head, which I'm sure he would claim is the case, it's, sure. he only understands these things because of the fact that his view of history and of, of human existence is so minimized and reductive and based on these weird modernist narratives that he understands still absolutely nothing of what he's speaking about. Absolutely. Everything is, is it, it's not even skin deep because he's not even accessing the skin. He's looking no. like a photograph of someone. <laughs> it, and then it, claiming it, it, it's, it's, it's a literal, uh, uh, shit. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
It's 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 a literal uh not scarecrow. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's 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 like a um, it's a straw man argument. Yeah, it's a straw man history man is what it is. In real time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an entire history built the straw. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. And with that out of the way, let's uh, continue on for the next couple of minutes before we. Yeah, I thought that was going to be shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's no way to make that short. And (laughs) productive. So it makes no sense because, like, ooh, a feather. Sure, I'll go get my ass blown off in a trench. But here's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The reason men go to war is because women won't sleep with them if they don't. That's it. And this motivates so much of what we do. And it's not crazy, and it's not neurotic. It makes perfect sense, evolutionarily speaking. Let's say you go to war, and let's say you have a 50% chance of dying. But if you don't go to war, no woman will sleep with you. For the continuance of your genetics, is it better to go to war or not? Better to go to war. If you go to war, you got a 50% chance of passing on your genes. If you don't go to war, you have 0% chance. All right, so I'm hitting pause right here now uh, because... um, you want to laud how great and correct he is about this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, th- there's not a 50% chance of reproduction when you go to war. Not even. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, just, just like as like a baseline of uh, refuting mm-hmm. this argument. Um, and when you consider how many people have gone to war in recent uh wars um like like i said the the three percenter idea is that uh only three percent of people have gone to war in recent like uh memory um so i have no fucking idea what he's talking about really okay so to 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 be to be entirely fair and and, and genuine about this i so his his claim isn't necessarily, uh, though it, it certainly seems like it. His claim isn't necessarily that you need to go to war in order to like get ass. Uh, it's it's just that um, women will produce arbitrary uh, restrictions uh, between you and their bodies, and that that's fucked up. <laughs> um, which is also why he mentions like Twitter and shit, um, sure. because you know if the women will tell you that you have to talk or act a certain way or else they won't they won't fuck you but uh, you but at a certain and, level what he's saying yeah. is the only reason men go to war is because if they go to war women will fuck them. charger yeah right right which is also totally true yeah and not that many men actually go to war Right, right. So the yeah, continuation no, I, I, I of the species, which which is something I'm I'm pretty sure he believes in, the continuation <laughs> of the species would not happen based off of like his idea that the only reason men go to war is to procreate, because it is a very small percentage of men that actually end up going to war. Right, right, right. Just, just to 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 be fair, he's not saying that it's the only way to get laid. And just he's that it not was saying it's the only way, but, it, but he yeah. is saying it is a major reason. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he is claiming that, and that, that's awesome. Uh. <laughs> so that that was really all I wanted to tackle there. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. 
All right. And we will continue. <laughs> Let's do it. We're passing on your genes. That's why we're scared. Because all the men who said, I don't care what women think, offended and upset women, where they were like, no thanks, boy. Sorry. Says the guy with the child. They used the old, you know, the old, <laughs> you can get birth control for 10 cents. Just hold it there. What is he miming? What is he miming so, about putting between his legs? If women said we're not going to sleep with you if you don't some, fight, some you go fight. Because then you've got a chance to continue your genes. Otherwise, it ends right there. A magic so, card yeah. and firecracker. Uh, do you guys do Twitter? Just hands up if you do. Uh, there, here's uh, the Twitter. Okay, Twitter, yeah. so on Twitter, there's kind of like a cliche. Like if you upset women, what do what the women say? Incel. Incel, right? Involuntary celibate, right? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? What else? You live in your mom's basement, right? Neck beard, right? Sorry? Uh, small penis. Uh, not necessarily no penis. No functional penis. I suppose that's the insulting, right? So, yeah, you, you can't get laid. Uh, small penis. Uh, your, your mommy issues and so on, right? Now, All of which are of probably is, pretty accurate. You know how like, they do things in the military? They'll paint you with a target that you can't see, and then some other infrared thing points out the target. So women, what they're trying to do is draw a moat around you, and they'll say this very explicitly online. They'll say, ladies, here's a symbol. Here's exactly who you should never date. And they'll broadcast it out across the gynocentric undertow network, right? Don't date this guy, right? That's genetic death. He's getting so close to get the point again. Genetically, they are warriors. Because a warrior can end your bloodline if he kills you before you have children or kills your children as well. <laughs> women can do the same thing. Now, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Of course, women should be able to say no to anyone and everyone that they want. But let's oh, thank God. that that's a very powerful thing. And all the men who said, I don't care, offended women. The women didn't sleep with them. I'm going to pause it right here real quick. So he What's says up? women can say no to whoever they want. And that's a good thing. And then he yeah, immediately <laughs> he immediately contradicts it by saying, that's too powerful. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not racist, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's the exact same argument where, where he's saying, you know, w- women are allowed to say no, and that's fine. But should they be able to? That's essentially right, right, right. what he's saying. Yeah, I mean that's the whole dog whistle be behind all of this is that you is that women have all this power and it's fine that they have that power, but we need to know that they have that power and call them out yeah. on it. Uh, not not to not to subvert we, it. We've got to make sure that like, that power is uh, is regulated. He just wants freedom of information, dog. <laughs> Right. He, he just wants freedom of information. He doesn't want to change anything, you know. And play. And that indifference was weeded right out of the gene pool. Right? It so wasn't, though. It's there. Because we're <laughs> and we're scared because we're these blind photocopiers who want to make more of us, and we need women to do it. God, I wish I was a blind photocopier. So that's why it's hard to tell women, because if they get mad and they tell all the other women, and remember, our brains, we don't know that there's more than 100 people around. Because we grew up in these little villages, these little tribes, little farming communities, and so on. It's like Amish horizon world to our lizard brains. So if women start the slander campaign against you, you're done. So you can't anger women. Except today. <laughs> Maybe it's because I already have a kid. Maybe it's because I'm very happily married. I don't know. But I have the capacity to sew. So these are the things that I think we, we should talk about. And I think women should hear because it's one thing to have the genetic death power. It's another thing to have the sexual power. It's another thing to have the outvoting men political power, outliving men political power. You put all those things together. And the great day. Outvoting power? Of vapid self <laughs> Why are men able to outvote men? Two year old tantrum, toddler. Why is that a thing? Explosions of verbal abuse whenever their omnipotent wills are crossed. And we want to make sure that never happens in the future. Because <laughs> it might. It just might. So, 
Sorry, could you pause it? I'm really confused. Yeah, why is I've got fireworks (laughs) setting off car alarms in my area right now, (laughs) so that's cool. (laughs) Um, But 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 could could I get clarification? uh, Any kind of clarification? Because I I understand at least like the the bullshit arguments behind like all of his magical powers that he's he's giving to women. Sure. But 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 what what was that about? Why does he think? Or what what fuck? He he mentions that women outvote or have more political power than men, and maybe they vote in greater numbers. I think they probably do. But 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 why is that a power of theirs that's innate? Why? What is what is he thinking or saying? Well, you see, uh, the, they're just better at voting. <laughs> is the, no the reason they're mad to? is because. Uh, they didn't get voting rights at the very beginning, uh, which may apply to other demographics. And uh, <laughs> maybe as a result of that, they take voting more seriously. But why Why is it a power allotted to them? Oh, well. Like, is, that, he's, he's implying it almost as if like, it's a argument. genetic power. That's, that's a disingenuous well, argument that he's... They that are, he's, but, but I'm, I'm so puzzled by, like, why he thinks it's even... It belongs in that category. It, that, that's one of the major problems with how he, uh, he thinks about the world is... Women didn't have the same rights as men for a long time to vote and so now they may vote at a higher percentage than men because because that was a vote that they had to earn and he sees that as a problem because it's not uh white men (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where else to go with it than that uh that that's really the uh the the baseline of of the argument is yeah 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 women vote more than than men uh white women vote more than men yeah i i guess that's i guess that is ultimately like why or what he he thinks is is happening it's just so it's confusing to me that he yeah i don't know there's a lot i, I don't know why out of all the really confusing shit that he says that that is the one that hit him but also no, he that's a he, that's he a does, pretty uh, pretty good sticking <laughs> point i think right but so he he also mentions later, and and I think that it, it ar- does argue for your point about this uh, that uh, um, he mentions what what exactly was it? He he ends up mentioning that free speech existed for the Western world <laughs> uh, until women's suffrage. Like that's that's legitimately a claim that he makes. That's I, I think those are those are almost word by word. Yeah, that, um, that, that's probably almost and, exactly what he says. And and first off, holy shit! Imagine saying that. Um, but yeah, just so so apparently he he believes that 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 the entire structure of human or West Western as if that means anything, but like <laughs> that the whole structure of our communication and our politics is entirely dominated by the thoughts and biology of, of women now because they can vote. But also I guess that's why we're in like forever wars because women ultimately vote for male politicians that'll put us into wars so that the men can get Sure, seems reasonable. What is he saying? What is 
uh, it finally broke my brain. I'm finally like putting together just enough of his thinking it, here. It, yeah, to, like, the uh, the point of this entire, uh, I guess, takedown is uh, <laughs> Stephen Molyneux is a uh, fucking idiot. Yeah. None oh. of his none of his uh, ideas actually make sense when you apply them to the real world. And, yeah. yeah, and I'm starting to like, piece together more of his worldview because you know I'm a postmodernist cuck like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's and and it becomes increasingly more conspiratorial as as I do so, and and I think that I'm doing it genuinely. I'm trying to do it. Uh, not, I mean, I say no, a lot no, of no. This is, this is being, this jokes, is being but, done genuinely, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just that uh, Steph Molyneux was a uh, fucking idiot. That's, the, really, that, that's where the problem arises, right? And and so one one of the things that one of the guys ends up bringing up for like the standard insults that women give them on Twitter is such an important question here, um, and it's just who hurt him <laughs> yeah like how do you build this worldview um out of anything but like a broken sure. heart i guess like how does he do that i i don't it's 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 a it grift. finally happened man it's a grift it, it all if, if you ask me you so you, you think it's a genuine like a a not a disingenuous grift what do you I think your he viewer? earnestly believes in a lot of what he says, but like at its root, it's a grift. Right. I guess misunderstanding anything that hard is like a grift anyway, even if it is like yeah. unconscious. Um. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the bottom text of this video says visit Stefan at www.com or www.freedomain.com. <laughs> you can't tell me so, that's not a grift. <laughs> no, no. Okay, um, so it's it's 11 p.m. here now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to keep going until we hit the 20 minute mark, and then we can uh, finish this tomorrow? Or yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and try to do what we can. <laughs> okay, so let's let's do two more minutes, and then uh, and then I'll uh, we'll return to this. Yeah. We'll make this a multi-part series. <laughs> and Fire play. This is what I think women need to hear. Oh, good. Number one. The wall takes no prisoners. No one says any. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no one finishes his call and response. The wall takes no... Is it sell by date? Crickets. <laughs> You're actually going to die. That's so gross. And this, all the power, like, nature balances out, right? All the sexual power that women have when they're young, falls off a cliff in extraordinary rapidity. Now, here's the thing, though, is that when, men, when we're young and we have less sexual market value than women, supply and demand, hormones and receptivity, we can, if we, we can screw up for a while, and I'm sure everyone has, I know I have, but then you can recover, right? So, you know, I went to theater school. <laughs> I got a history degree because I'm all about the earning, right? But then I was oh, like, oh, no, we, we, we got to stop, stop it now, stop man. There's, there's so much to say with so what can, he's just about to get into. It's, okay. it's so it's so dense. We're we're gonna be talking for like forty five minutes <laughs> yeah. if, if we continue on. Um, this is gonna but, be like uh, a like a three or four part series. That works for me, dude. Yeah. Um, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. record so, again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll and we can do like a marathon recording if you want. Um, but uh, yeah, just the let's just point out 
how fucking <laughs> incredibly gross it is that the guy in the audience refers to what he's already referring to as the wall. Yeah. In the fucking terms sell by date. <clears throat> sell right. sell by date. It's fucking gross. It's so scary and weird. It's... And having a dick is is I, I feel <laughs> uh I got complicated feelings. <laughs> there's there's uh, no way to defend that uh statement no, really. No. Absolutely not. Um I mean it's, it's locker room talk, right? And do that. Um, not. It's not. I, I, I get, no, I know. I, get, and I know the yeah, difference between you're these You're joking, two, yeah. but at my very root, I'm like, no, it's not locker room talk. What it is is yeah. basically excusing, uh sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, um, marketization and everything, and then holy shit, and also. He claims that women lose their fertility with incredible rapidity. I don't think he understands what rapidity means uh, or velocity, or I, I don't think that he would understand any of these terms because you can't. He has a very you, you, you vague understanding your, of a lot of words, I think. Right. But you can't lose your last egg, like, and then and then say that's rapidity. Right. That No, that's just a, I mean, he, he a wall isn't rapid. Right. Right. A cutoff isn't isn't rapid. I mean, both of these ways of describing it are are, are disgusting and bizarre. But he uh, he needs to if he's going to make weird comments about fucking science <laughs> and biology and shit, he should be a little bit more exact with the kind of like horrifying verbiage he, he wants. He to should use. maybe understand uh, science on yeah, on like help. a basic <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. I, I also want to tell the, the listeners that I did call a, uh, a biologist right before this. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Doing, please, doing please. Uh, and, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do like uh, 10 or 12 minutes on uh, the actual biology of what... Oh, uh, well, I mean, th- th- this is something I've already talked about because it was about that 40% yeah. metric that we ended up saying. We, we, and we've, we've already talked about this yeah, offline, exactly. online, etc. But yeah. I think it's, uh, it I think it's worthwhile to, uh, to talk about it on air. Yeah, but I, I think I've already said everything I needed to say, but I, I just wanted to point out that I, I do have a genuine... I do have a. I, I spoke to an actual scientist that talks know, and, and focuses on people. these things. Um, that 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 almost lost their fucking mind when I described to them this bizarre <laughs> premise uh, of of his uh, uh, about the, the that forty percent metric and and I I don't know it's just it's not just crazy to us it's crazy to people that actually understand things too <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, fucking wild that's that's, uh, that's completely fair. All right, back at it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's regroup. Uh, let's take a break here, and uh, we'll, we'll regroup to tomorrow. All right, my man. Fairly well. Bye.